And okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Big Pesci Island Vibes. I am the host with the ghost, Michael Hopkins, and I am joined by the indelible Dylan Beckwith. Say hi, Dylan. Hi. It's Dylan Casper Beckwith. <laughs> the, f- the friendliest ghost on hey, the Midwest Coast. <laughs> you know I got those vibes, baby. I love when a ghost pops up and says, Oh, I want to help out. <laughs> Let me help out. <laughs> it's it's not any less terrifying when a ghost wants to help. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, I still gonna... I I still get as I get as way as the ghost. When I see one. When I see one. And I jump out the window. <laughs> like <Yeah>. a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes bug out of my head. Hold on one second. I might have to deal with something. Okay, deal with something. What what's going on? You can turn it off. No, I'm talking to someone. It's business as usual. <laughs> the only business podcast is show like. business. <laughs> <laughs> We're here so, to uh, give financial and business advice to our less fortunate compadres compatriots co-patriots compatriots expats Um, that is something that you've mentioned that you wanted to discuss on the podcast is business stuff um what what's with that what's the deal with that i just think it'd be fun because you know as you as you and I know, I don't know if any of the listeners know, but we're, we are um, business inept. And so the idea is it's sort of a business move in and of itself to create a, a goofy, like a, like a, you know, a, a tongue in cheek, <laughs> you know, potty about business even though from two non-businessmen no you're 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 saying that we collectively are business inept but right but you did you know that i am in fact business savvy oh i did not know that about you i could not tell and i have business scurvy because i haven't (laughs) been eating my lemons (laughs) your business lemons (laughs) yeah Honey, don't touch those. Those are my business lemons. Well, Mike, you're not even eating that. Right. Yeah. My wife leaves out my business lemons and uh, she cuts them in half and they dry out overnight. Right. So I'm like, honey, what am I supposed to do with these business (laughs) lemons? It's like a rind now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Business rinds? No, thanks. Yeah. My home is so dry that it acts as a dehydrator. (laughs) Just sucks all the moisture right out. Yeah. All winter you're mm. battling it with Vaseline and cocoa butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like remember Coco Diaz? That idiot was eating cocoa butter. Well, he was scared. He was in a very dry environment. He's not used to that. He's mm-hmm. I get know, so he's... scared in a dry environment. I don't know about you. I get so scared. Deserts freak me out. Jungles, I'm okay with. You've spent some time in jungle, huh? I've spent time jungle. Jungle time, good. Good good jungle time. Lots of trees, sunshine. Lots you, monkey. You, you, were in, you were in the jungle down in uh, Mexico for a little bit. What did you do down there? Down under. Down under. I was in down under in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, what did I do? I mean, a lot of walking. A lot of swimming, a lot of lounging, 
lot of so things that you could do anywhere yeah i mean hauling like big kind of like van taxis i don't know what that is what is a van taxi they call them collectivos and it's really where it's for the the poories that's what i think that's what someone from our country might say but it's you know it's for the workers and, and for you know cheap transportation while you're in and or near the jungie and yeah you just kind of flag these vans down they stop on the highway the highways are very strange they have speed bumps eventually like the highways themselves have speed bumps hmm. and they just lead into a town at least where i was where, where yeah it doesn't sound like my kind of highway um, i want a highway to hell when i'm on a highway i expect it to go my way and my way Which includes is... <laughs> no speed bumps yeah, it includes Satan. It includes lakes of fire. Now, in contrast to that, you've been to Europe. Uh, did you drive on the Autobahn? No, I didn't. I did not Knocked. do the Autobahn. I, I'm sad about that, but I also don't care. I mean, I'm not like a car guy. I'm more of a junkie, toad venom shaman. Collectivo guy. guy. We hung out in caves. We were going through caves and swimming in caves. And a lot of you're bats. Quite... There was scary bats. And... You're a cave dweller. I'm a cave guy. <laughs> Give me a tropical breeze and a cave to hang out in. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're good I'm to go. Good. I'm better than good. I'm, I'm like said, in an ecstasy. You said these things are called collectivos. Like yeah. the system of a down song. Here we, we go again, Collectivo. Collectivo. I will take my Collectivo. Collectivo. Surge. I hate that fucking band. You hate them. Fuck them. I hate surges. And I hate, what is? What are you doing? What are you? What that? about is the soda? Opera? Is this opera like, mixed with tool? Do you like soda surge? Yeah, I'd drink a surge. Yeah, I, I'd never turn. I've never turned down a surge. I'd hate to start now. <laughs> um, all right, Dylan. Uh, let's let's get down to it here. What's what's the best beetle? Who's the best beetle? Oh God. Uh, John. 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 John McCartney. You know who my favorite beetle is? Who's dung? Dung beetles. Yeah, dung beetle. I like uh, I like those little house beetles that kind of walk on your. They look like little cows walking across your roof, your ceiling. Mm-hmm. Just grazing on imaginary grass, on dirt, crud. <laughs> I can't imagine they'd sound like if they could make sound. <laughs> but I think Dung Beetle had the most successful solo career. Solo career, yeah. Yeah, because he did that song where he's like, uh, we I'm just, just ate Dung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I'm like, just... well, back in the old days, we just really just uh, get up on stage and just take a take a, a poo, do a bit of poo on the stage, really. Our houses are made of, of poo. don't don't really need the money don't really need all that money to do the gig because my house is just made of poo really if if the door needs you know fixing all i gotta do is you know just take a bit of a squat with my hand (laughs) and then you know replace the door hinge or the door you know molding don't i (laughs) it's infinite (laughs) Uh, infinite house of dong. <laughs> God, that's the dream, really. If you could just make everything out of your shit. God, but, yeah, those they don't realize how much they got it easy, those dung beetles. But dung beetles, they rely on other other species. Ooh, right. Other species feces. Species feces with Dylan mm-hmm. Dr. Dylan Beckwith. And nurse, <laughs> and nurse Michael. And nurse Michael. <laughs> yes. Well, I am wearing my scrubs. 
That's a great show. Scrubs. Um, Stools. Stools. God, they didn't show enough in Scrubs. I feel like they didn't show enough poo-poo and pee-pee. No. You know? It was, like, fun. Yeah, yeah. It showed all the fun parts of being in a hospital, but they didn't show all the poo-poo, pee-pee, and caca. Caca, yeasty. Mm -hmm. Like, Dr. Cox, I'm covered in human shit. Dr. Cox, I'm covered in... I'm JD. I'm covered in human shit. Dr. Cox. You just go... You know, JD, you gotta take a shower. The showers are good. But you probably don't even take a shower. <laughs> Emmy Award winning. Emmy Award yes. winning. And hit it, hit it. Explain what happened, Michael. All right, so here's what happened. We were having a bit of a laugh, as it were, uh, at the expense improv. of. Yeah, a bit of improv at the expense of the Scrubs show. And. Yeah. uh NBC caught wind of it and they shut us down. They shut us down again. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't like. They're very defensive of Zach Braff. Um, mm. And uh, he's an NBC we, man, you know. Yes, that he is, and would like to apologize to NBC on behalf of Big Pesci Allen vibes, and to Doctor Cox. I forget what the actor's name is. Right. Well, but, uh, I, can I have an apology? To, I'll throw an apology. Um, Please, please do. I just want to apologize to CNN as well. And it was funny because off air, you know, our viewers didn't get to hear this because it was off air. But you said your computer was throwing a temper tantrum. And mm-hmm. I said, what? A t- I, I, I misheard you. And I said, a, t- a t- tantric tantrum? Mm-hmm. What is it? A tantric tantrum? And then I thought it was kind of fun. And it was kind of apropos because... You know, as you know, we kind of riff. We do a lot of improving. Mm, mm-hmm. And the end of that first chunk before it cut out, you were literally in the middle of a yes and. That's true. You said yes that is and, true. and then you were in mid craze, and then tantric tantrum. Yeah, it was a classic, know. classic tantric tantrum. Tantrum, man, say that five times fast. Oh, he did it. <laughs> he did it. Hold on. Now your tongue's all tied in knots, though. Oh, well, there he goes. Oh, wow. you took care of that. Wow. Um, can you tie a cherry, Tim? Can you tie a cherry, Tim, in your mouth? Can you tie a cherry, Tim, in your mouth? Um, <laughs> yes, I, I've been able to do it. It's mm. really freaking difficult, though, especially if you haven't been practicing my practice my warm-up blow my bj i have like a warm-up bj i usually do mm-hmm. in the bathroom I, someone will usually bring out the cherry and it's like can you do that can you do that i make like, oh i gotta go to the bathroom real quick and i bring out my little pocket build and i kind of loosen up my mouth and get it prepared and even then that doesn't work so that's smart of you to bring your own dild though so you don't have to rely on like finding a dick at the party because right when somebody brings out the cherry stem you want to be prepared, um, right? You know, I yeah, I don't want to be I've like been... wrestling a guy in the bathroom. Like, please, please, it's not sexual. It's not sexual. And I'm like, what? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, we've all been there. Um, I've been working on a party trick where I juggle peach pits with my tongue. That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, yeah, it. It's it's hard though because by the time I've eaten five peaches, yeah, I'm too tired to juggle with my tongue, you know. But yeah, and I and I usually eat the pit. Well, stone fruits are wow, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know you can eat the stone of of the stone fruit. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. If as long as uh, as long as your teeth are harder than the pit, right? Um. Which my teeth are actually made of pit. Oh, you had them surgically implanted. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's the, implanted. That's so fun. Oh, plant a peach. <laughs> a peach is a plant. Not a lot of people realize that. <laughs> no, they think it's you know like what is it? they think it's just grocery store. They wait three D print them. They think it's CRISPR. Right. No. Yes. 
Um, in the future, they're going to be 3D printing these things. I mean, let's face it. Let's face facts. Probably without the pit. Probably without the stone. Great. I'm going to hate that. I know. Where? How are you going to show off your cool tricks? What do you have to start just juggling? What? What's just grapes? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but they're 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 soft. The, they're too soft, is what I found. Yeah, my yeah. my. I'm afraid my tongue is going to bruise the grapes. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, well, your tongue's so strong. <laughs> I mean, there's two problems. Is one, it's they're not slimy like a stone fruits. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes. they're not hard. So they're not slime. So you need a little bit of that right. slip, that slipperage. That's right. And I, I think the weight is off as well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But maybe but, cow uh, testicles. I mean, like a, an animal's testes. You could juggle. That's true. But I, I fear that in the future that uh, even cow testicles are going to be harder to come by. You know, uh, oh, you know what yeah. happens with all these cuts of beef, the awful... <laughs> Is uh, they're neglected by people until suddenly someone's like, hold on, this good. Like with brisket, briskets used to yeah. be dirt cheap. But then right. uh, someone was like, hold on, you could smoke this? And now yeah, it's one of the more expensive hours. cuts right. of beef. Ribs. Damn shame. Mm-hmm. Apparently America and Germany are kind of like the some of the, well, I guess maybe in Asian countries too. Mm-hmm. It's the only kind of cultures that would even... Um, prepare the ribs mm. as a food. Not fun. Yeah, fun little fact. But a lot of barbecues just German mixing with in with Native American mixing with Spanish. You know, it's very fun. Black culture, you know, African culture as well. It's just very very fun. I love what America's got going on here, and let's hope that we keep our are uh, what's special about each and every one of our um, kind of roots, you know. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Native American dish? Um, probably fry uh, fry bread. <laughs> yeah, fry bread, good. I like fry bread, good. Also, I like hominy corn. I'm just gonna put it out there. That's the big corn, right? I love it when it's popped. Mm. It's I like find that pop. once once you pop, the fun don't stop. You know, no, 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 because no, as no, we no. found with as we found with our with our friend um, Brian Krantz, and what was his name? Uh, Brian Bangles, Bragis Brangles, who uh, Father popcorn. John Misty? No, no, the popcorn. Oh, mixer. oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Rithnold Bicknerd. Yes, that's right. Uh, Raymond. Um, Oopie why can no one ever remember his name? <laughs> it's like Bramf Bramford. Um. Oh yeah. Oh okay. It's uh, it's uh, Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Yes, Brad Bramf Garrett's Bramford. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, close. I wonder. I wonder if he's ever experimented with pop and harmony. Ooh, Ooh, that would be a good harmony. boy band. Pop and harmony. Hello, folks. We're Pop and Hominy, and we're here with a brand new, fresh pop hit. Mix. Yeah. <laughs> mix. <laughs> <laughs> a hit mix. Yeah. Beans. I got beans. <laughs> I got onions, tomatoes, uh, hominy corn. Oh, man. You know, I love fat. a good, I love a good hominy mix. Oh, fuck. I'm going to tard. Or, whoa, come. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to gleek. I'm gonna gleek all over this corn. <laughs> this corn. Um, now Dylan, you're a big Harry Potter fan. Um, so <laughs> why, <laughs> why are you frowning? <laughs> I, I I know virtually nothing of the universe. Uh, yeah, the story. Well, I thought it might be fun. Uh, I like the you know they. They haven't come out with a new Harry Potter uh, movie in a while, so I thought it might be fun for us if we wrote the newest the installment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and so um, I guess I'll come at it from my angle I know best because I am that bitch when it comes to Harry Potter, which is I'm an, I'm the aesthetic one. Mm-hmm. So I could write about, you know, the wands and, you know, the, the sparkles and all that stuff and the and wardrobes and stuff like that and the set. Mm-hmm. And you can maybe focus on 
you know, like the storyline, the character development, the plot, you know, you do, you do a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So you'll, you're, you're more the world building type. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. and, and the rest of it kind of falls on my shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just, I just wanted to just jump right into a juicy scene real quick. You know, some okay. of my favorite Harry Potter bits are when young Harry, mm. you know, glasses, lightning bolt, uh, all of it, uh, are in all class. Yeah, and all of him is in class. And, yeah, yeah, the, the whole Harry. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole Harry is in class, and one of his <laughs> yeah. teachers, uh, one of his teachers, kind of uh, gets up in his face. The you know, yeah, kind of a kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it. <laughs> If you if you would just humor me and if you could play Harry in a scene, I'd love to be one of those uppity teachers that just kind of shows him what for, you know? Okay, and I'll and I'll be Harry, but I'll and I won't be doing anything disturbing because I think that goes off character, but I'll be staring and kind of daydreaming out of one of the Hogwartsian windows. Yes. Um, okay. That's a good and way to start it. Absolutely. Should we start the scene? Yeah. Uh should you be staring silently or are you going to have an inner monologue going that I think staring ominously and silently is best. Okay. All right. So All right. let's just imagine I'm doing that. Okay. In... So I'll be mid-lesson. And for the listeners, if you could just imagine Dylan as Harry Pot- Potter, uh, oh, staring staring ominously out at the window, maybe thinking of Voldemort. Uh, who knows mm. what's going on in his brain. But <clears throat> All right. And here we go. <clears throat> And that's when you wash your dibblies in your scotches. And that way you'll get no glimly flex. Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. Yes, yes, Professor Vodongus. Is there something more interesting outside than what I am teaching in this magical class? No, no, there isn't. Well, then, I suggest you turn your gaze back to the magic chalkboard where you'll be learning about your Gwimblies and your Wimper Snatchers. Uh, Yes, ma'am. Sorry about that. Mr. Potter, what's that in your pocket? Uh, It's nothing. Nothing at all. Let's see it, Mr. Potter. What's... You've got a Gambly! You've got a Gambly and your Gimper Snatcher! I know, I found it, okay? I found it out in the hallway before class. Someone seemingly oh. left it for me because it was wrapped in a paper that had my lightning bolt signature scar. Mr. Dumbledore will, will most be, mostly be displeased. Mostly. Now. Please, please don't make me turn my Wimbley in. <laughs> Mr. Potter, hand me a wand. Oh, thank you. I beg of thee, a, a sorcerer's wand is the most important thing in your All right, Mr. Potter, you can keep your wand for now. Just stand in the corner and recite three treble ofsos. Treble ofso number one. Virtue is a signal and a light which darkness sends to enter. Strangly, <laughs> stingly dingly number two. Peach pit mouth. Well, Mr. Potter, you've passed the test. I think you're ready to face the Voldemort mm. at the Winter's Winter Wizard Olympics. Hope my broom skills are up to par. You're going to be facing Voldemort in a race? Yeah, so I'm gonna be bracing Voldemort with my fucking broom. You know that Voldemort has won the Wizards Cup five thousand seven years in a row now, Mister Potter. Well, that's about to change. I'm bright and fun and the hero of the story. I get out and run on deep, and I run on deep in my heart. Those movies could have used just a a touch more hair metal, you know? Yeah, like for one scene. (laughs) Yeah. 
just and just more uh montages in general i feel like Ooh. they could have done with yeah mm-hmm. they kind of done away with the montage for that whole universe but come on bring it back bring it back we all miss the montage come on i wanted to see a three second clip of him spinning his wand and then pointing at something <laughs> and then yeah. it cuts to something arbitrary like them eating a sandwich and it cuts back to what the wand did which is make something dance maybe across the room or Right, and, and him like making entirely, yeah, him making a wizardly mistake and kind yeah. of shrugging Oof. at his friend Ron Weasley. Yeah, yeah and, his, and his friend Ron Weasley's like some of his face is gone. Yeah, <laughs> Harry, <And> just shrug. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Strokeoso. Stroke. <laughs> Strokeoso. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey that's... you're talking about what? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, we were just—I was gonna switch the subjects entirely. Please do, for the love of God. I don't know for the life of me, and I could Google it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google it, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about corned beef. <laughs> yeah, corned beef daddy, mm-hmm. and corned beef daddy, um. That's pickled. It's a pickled beef. Yeah, that's right. You do you you brine the beef. Yeah. So let me let me just go through this and say, is corn when if if I corned something with a K? Mm-hmm. No, I thought about that too. Like a corn. Is this, this is my bathrobe. Mm-hmm. This is my bathrobe. Corn and you know. Right. That's when it becomes um, new metal. Right. Uh yeah. So. Should I, could I, could, should, would I replace the word pickle with corn? You you know, I don't have the correct answer for this, but if I were to guess, I would say that corn is only in reference to pickling meats. Oh. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. I love that. I thought maybe I should do with corn wall. Cornwall? Yeah. General? Cornwall. Tension? General Corn General Cornwall. <laughs> you at your service, sir. <laughs> yeah. Sir, I'm sorry I take a shat in your lake. <laughs> Serving in Mr. Party's wizard army. <laughs> Harry Party. Harry um, Party. <laughs> Could you corn? Yeah. Could you corn? Um, what's that little? What's that little fucking? That little fucker's name? Dobby. I think like, I think like <laughs> you corn one, to Dobby. It tastes good. One could. He looks like he already got corned off. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, uh, he looks delicious. He's walking around. I'm, they might as well just CGI to freaking Ruben walking around in that movie because I was going, <laughs> definitely. The, for the first second he was on screen, the, the drool was just pouring out of my mouth. I, <laughs> leak, leak, leak. Yeah. And I looked over at, I forget who I was watching it with at the time, and I said, ooh, I could take a bite. I could take a bite of that <laughs> dwarf or whatever his name is. Little Darby. It's an elf? Yeah, I guess he's a house elf. I uh, like when they denigrate elves. Yes, I like definitely. elves are, they're kind of more like... They're denigrated to like a leprechaun or like a pixie or a bogart or like some kind of like brownie. Mm. But they're kind of more yeah. mischievous and kind of delicious looking. That's my mm. favorite kind of elf, other than the elves of this the more trippy verse, which is like rant like you know, I like like self self building weird shapes or like just odd kind of like dimensional shapes that kind of bounce around. Um, like a DMT elves, like a DMT elf, but I, I like to imagine that my DMT elves and my brownies, my leprechauns, my my elves, my you know my pixies, my gnomes, they are mm. one and the same. They are those things, but they come right, to right. us and they try to be like little men or little like little women or whatever. Would you would you throw hobbits in the mix with those? Because <sighs> see, I they're... heard. I was actually thinking about dialogue from, of course, Lord of Rings, uh, L-O-R. And at one point, 006 from Goldeneye, who's, mm-hmm. who he plays, um, you know, a human, 
he refers to these little fuckers as um, halflings. And by little fuckers, I mean hobbits. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think it's easy to make a mistake that he's talking about, you know, their, their stature. Yeah. Their, their, you know, their height and stuff like that. But I think in a way he's saying, no, they're part. They are part half. They're half of that shapeness and half primate, you know, and oh. because of that, they're kind of like peace, love, chill, hippie weirdos that live in a dream field forest thing. I see. It's always kind of glowing and nice, and they live for a long time, but they're never quite as me- mystical as an elf, and they're not quite as um, I don't, industrious and as logical as like a human. As the humans, right. right. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way, because I always, first off, assumed that it was their height, and then secondly, I thought that maybe they had half the amount of a soul as a mm, regular being. Half, like they're half mm-hmm. people. Like they're, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not quite. You think people. like humans would go to Hobbitville and just go to town? You mean like banging the hot Hobbit hoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't speak got, for like, other people, but yes, you know? for me. <laughs> like they, they, they got like a size thing where like maybe they maybe they don't feel as endowed or they don't feel so they go to Hobbit Hole mm-hmm. and they go to the oh Hobbit. they're size queens. Yeah, they're size queens for themselves. They're self fulfilling size queens. <laughs> Uh, yeah i could see that happening i i bet uh in the extended uh tolkien universe there are uh human folk that uh go to go to the shire uh trying Uh, to get some uh hobbit sliz you know with their little ding dings uh brothel titles Mm -hmm. in hobbiton okay there's the uh dragon's mouth the dragon's mouth. That's good. Yep. Yep. The, uh, the Gandhi Prancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. How about the, uh, the, uh, welcome clam. Ooh, welcome clam. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about unicorny? Oh, that's nice. Or Hobbit. Yeah. I like Hobbit hole, mm-hmm. but that's a little dirty. That's a yeah. seedier one. That's on the that, Yeah. That's a little naughty. Yeah. That's on, yeah. that's in the red light district in the right. Shire. Like totally. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? You know what I always uh, get hungry for when I'm watching uh, the Lord of the Rings is the salted pork. Ooh, sausage. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It might be sausage, or I, I imagine more of like a, a pork hawk. belly kind of like yeah, or a hawk. Sure, a hawk. Yep, or a shank maybe. Oh, I love Ooh, a shank. shank. Love shank, a good shank. Like a dinosaur, like Flintstones, mm-hmm. big level. Yes, mm. dude, and. <laughs> Another thing about the hobbits is they smoke dank nugs all day long. Yeah, they smoking on that dreamer, bro. And uh, that um, wizard, wizard of Waverly Place, he come down, bro, and he's like, <laughs> "Yo, time is just like already a thing." So I understand it. I move about through time, through space, and I'm here now. So mm-hmm. and they're like, "Whoa, dude, you're so deep." Yeah, you're so deep, bro. And then then his then his colleague. The fucking asshole is in the big tower, rude sorcerer wizard guy. He's like, you smoke that freaking hobbit herb all day long, and it's made you into a hippie wizard. And mm-hmm. you're like all chill and kind of like Eastern in the way you think, which is in some ways a little bit more Christian than you'd think, you know, and kind of like wild and kind of like relaxed and things like that. And I That's hate like that Radagast, the, the brown wizard. Radagast, or Ooh, maybe that's like not that. his name, but I think he's from The Hobbit, and he's like the uh, nature hippy dippy wizard. He smells he, like he has bird shit on him, and he smells like shit. Dude, um, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Hold on, let me just let me just clean up my eyes real quick. <laughs> oh, it is you, Bo. Hey, Ooga, Ooga, he's brown wizard. <laughs> I do love brown, though. Yes, it's a fine color. Um, But going back to your your theory about uh, people going to the Shire and like just uh, uh, enjoying all this, uh, yes, running amok as it were. um, I wonder if that's that's not. Aragorn was there. Aragorn was there. He was on the edge of the Prancy Dancer, and 
I think <laughs> yeah, he's in there smoking no. some herb too, having a freaking tall boy. <laughs> that, that wasn't that was outside the Shire though. <laughs> like right my outside. thought was That's like pretty much the red light district, like right across the river. Right. Uh, my thought was that Gandalf, uh, before the Hobbit, he already knew Bilbo. And before Lord of the Rings, he already knew Frodo. So I'm thinking that Gandalf must vacation in the Shire frequently because like yeah. he's already homies with all these uh, Hobbit folks. So I, I wonder if that's not his uh, prerogative is to come enjoy the uh, Hobbit food and the Hobbit drink and the Hobbit herb and the Hobbit women, you know, yeah. while while he's taking a little uh, vacay from being a wizard over in Harry Pottersville. He loves their little, he loves their, the, the women, hobbits, beautiful little mm-hmm. hairy feet. They're big, hairy. He's into the hair. Gandalf has a foot fetish and a hairy fetish, for sure. Hairy foot, and, and he combined those on a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just pretty much ecstasy. I mean, hairy knuckles <laughs> on a woman, uh, especially I on mean, her feet. Come on. Good for him. I mean, he found what he found what he likes, and uh, he's found a way to uh, enjoy them. It. And it's consensual, you know. I mean, the the little Hobbit women love him. I mean, yeah, he shows them fucking. Call. Yes, he's huge, and he shows them this fucking magic tricks, and yeah, and they're like, know. "Oh my god, fireworks! Oh my god, it's so much fun!" I'm a peace loving weirdo that lives for like seven hundred years. <laughs> um, how long do the hobbits the, the hobbits don't live that long it's it's because it's unusual that bilbo lived for a hundred years i don't think it was a hundred wasn't it? it was his 300th or something or was his bicentennial it was like a uh, long maybe time. fuck it's been a speaking of a long time it's been a long time since and i've I, uh read the book almost a hobbit almost a hobbit's lifetime baby <laughs> a wizard he was like they were all like when when the fuck is this wizard like when he when 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 no no but 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 uh gandalf came and they were like dog we were like fuck dude is this guy ever coming back like we were waiting mm. for your ass you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and but he knew he smelt the trubs coming because he already knew and he was like, you know, I'm going to have one more cool party. But actually, this party is signifying the end. Right. Um, I right. know he's got that ring. I was his friend back. I thought it was so long ago. Fuck. <laughs> like, this place I, I is was, this place is like, tapped. Ever... I got to find my phone so I can, I can figure out this fucking Hobbit math. And when, uh, when Gandalf comes back. Frodo, he's like looking at a porn mag behind a tree, and then he <laughs> pops out and he says, "Hee hee hee, Gandalf, you're late." And uh, Gandalf, oh, Gandalf had missed his period, um, so he's like, "How did you know I was pregnant, Frodo Baggins?" <laughs> All these hobbit, these hobbit women, they implant their eggs in me. <laughs> That's how they procreate. Yeah. The men I like when, they're, uh, they're like the uh, they're the they're the the seahorses of the uh, mammal world. The mystical that's right. World. Well, you so know, like there that. is the that line where uh, Gimli, son of Gloin, of course, uh, he's he's telling a story about how uh, uh, hideous the uh, dwarven women are, and uh, so there's there's a knocking uh, his own mm, women, dog. That's crazy. Yeah, he's knocking his own women, dude. I don't and even care, so, dude. Yeah, I, I yeah, I find myself not really caring either, but I'm still going to finish the thought. No, no. Um, <laughs> so he tells a story about how there's a myth that uh, dwarves just pop out of the ground. They don't yeah. even procreate. They just pop out of the ground. They're just all Thoughts? too embarrassed to have sex with their with the women. They're like, oh, we don't want to let them know. That's who we. But the thing is, is like, oh, I guess yeah. Uh, yeah, they lived for like a hundred years, so I, I'm like wrong. But right. uh, in my head, I was thinking. I mean, someone throughout time has been picking these women. I mean, you'd think that like through natural selection alone, maybe maybe mysticism and magic realms don't work the same. But you'd think that mm. over time the female of the 
of the of the race would become more and more alluring as much as them as you know i mean they become more and more compatible for each other so the idea of them being not compatible is like what right who's fucking on them pick the hottest dwarf possible keep fucking the hottest dwarves and eventually you're gonna get this Mm. cute you know beautiful dwarf woman which would be so hot that'd be i'm into dwarf women yeah you are i am yeah give me give me some you know yeah give me a dwarf give me dwarf proportions Mm -hmm. and dwarf skin and dwarf you know hair like a you know nice auburn or something like that and um cute lips you know all that stuff and yes i say yes dwarf go i'm dwarf a go-go for these i'm google for dwarf you know (laughs) uh so you're smitten for the dwarf women smitten for Um, the kitten smitten for a kitten baby meow meow dwarf kitten (laughs) (laughs) um well good 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 uh now um all right okay all right Uh... let me put a little inception on you i'm gonna flip flop the tape all right flip it on me please i need a flip flop what the fuck okay if i was another animal on this planet and I had the capacity for mythology, which you know seems to be a theme throughout this sort of place or or mm-hmm. something. I mean, it seems to be a thing that I think even on subtle levels, a simple mammal could could uh, you know understand. You know, they they see something uh, acting courageous. You know, there's there's these there's these almost pictographical emotional um residue reflectional you know sort of situations where you know the, so i'm thinking like are we how are we not the most motherfucking wizard larry elfish gnomish you know I, I feel like we're all of those things we're all of the yeah. characters like human mm-hmm. if you split off human and all their magical attributes and then you distill them into character or personality or races you would end up with the entire race of the of the Tolkien universe and then some. Right. But really, it's like we're all we're all of it. We are really weird and magical and strange, and we make crazy fire and crazy electricity and wild, fantastical things. We don't we don't live for four hundred years, but I mean, how long is a day anyway? Well, you know that's interesting because you mentioned animals having their own mythos, and in their mythos, I imagine that. The humans are number one, baddie number one. And uh, Bad. compared to a lot of animals, we live significantly longer than them. Too, right, so we so... kind of are like these elves. Mm-hmm. That's right. When we walk into a room, suddenly it, just, it gets, it's, there's a light that just turns on. The whole room glows suddenly. And... Right, right. And, and some like of us a are big... more hobbit-like than others. Some of us will walk in with a sandwich <laughs> with a couple olives on top of the toothpick. You know, that's kind of hobbit behavior, yeah. I would say. And a big leaf unfurls itself, and like uh, we sit in it like a hammock. Like um, mock, yeah. I think that's what happens with the elves. Yeah, but, you know, like uh, in Bambi, for example, which I, I often cite Bambi in my work. Um, there's uh, the prince of the woods. You know, yes. that's their own hero. That's and Bambi is the the little prince. So. Um, that's the best example I can think of of animals having their own kind of uh, mythos and uh, you know, and then right. you have stuff like Watership Down. Ooh, uh, I like those words. Yeah, that's a book about rabbits. Uh, they're called a Herrera in the book, Ooh, and they have their whole mythos, and uh, it's like it's like Lord of the Rings for rabbits, kind of. That's so freaking cute. It's adorable, and oh, there is a. <laughs> wait, wait, talk... wait. <laughs> yeah, that's a pig noise. Um, you know that rabbits and horses are extremely related, like closely related. Really, like, like with really, pigs really, and humans. Really. Uh, I think, but I think it's even more like because I mean, pigs have like hoofnal like feet and stuff like that. 
I guess, right. I guess, yeah, I guess rabbits don't fully have it, but I know that they're called like triconcodons. Like the kind of feet they have are actually really similar. The only thing that separates it is that there's a hoof growing, you know, covering the 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 fingies mm-hmm. of the horse because they have like really long fingies. Actually, that's disturbing. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, I like, think you'll it, find that a rabbit's foot is luckier than a horse's foot, though, <laughs> and easier <laughs> to carry around. Sure. I wouldn't be too sure of that because, I mean, theoretically, I mean, there's a horse's oh, shoe. Horse's lucky, shoe. So I'm gonna imagine. <laughs> what, what are the one? What are the only animals that requires a shoe? Shoe besides us, which I guess are we humans or I mean, are we animals? <laughs> are we lucky humans or that. are we dancers? <laughs> We're Gandhi dancers. I'm a dancer. <laughs> really? I'm let me see you dancer. do a little move. Oh. oh, look at him go. Surprisingly light on his feet, considering how many uh, bowling balls he's juggling and sandwiches. <laughs> I, sometimes I'll juggle uh, bowling balls and sandwiches at the same time, and I'll go to take a bite of a sandwich, and it's a bowling ball, and my teeth, like, <laughs> shatter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Got to get my I act love, together. I if I could eat a sandwich every two hours, I'd be happy. I like a good sandwich. Do you like a long boy or do you like a more traditional sandwich? Like, Or I guess a I, long sandwich is more traditional. I guess that's more tra- traditional. I guess that is more traditional, but I don't see it that way. I really do see a home style, two slices of bread and or toast. Well, People used to slice loaves that... horizontally before they sliced them vertically. You've got to understand. That's one thing I need you to understand. <laughs> That's one thing I need you to understand. <laughs> That's just one thing well, I need you to understand. Sense, in that sense, I mean, if you take a long bun like that mm-hmm. or a baguette or something, you can have multiple. You can have you can have you know what thirteen sandwiches maybe. You can have thirteen tiny sandwiches or one long boy. That's true. Well, when I have I a long think... boy, I usually save half for later. I don't know about you. Ooh, I love a good long boy save later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it gets like, the oil, the vinegar, the the mayonnaise, the mustard. It all starts to like seep into the bready by. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, that, that's and that, when I think about those sandwiches, I think it's more I feel more European cafe picnic. Mm-hmm. I feel more European. There's something about there's something about here in America, home on the range. You get a couple slices of sourdough, and you stack that puppy high. Sourdough or wheat or something whole grainy. You stack that puppy high, and you fill that that those slices with, you know, mayonnaise and butter, mm. maybe or uh, you know some mustard, and you throw in. Oh my god. And then you stack it up high. There's something I'm yeah. I've got a very soft spot for classic square sandwich that yeah. I don't have for long boys because sometimes long boys, I'm like, hmm, maybe I want to eat it. Maybe I want to bite straight on where it's like I'm biting against the cylinder shape. Mm. You know, because yeah. like sometimes it's easy to eat like a hot dog where it's like I'm putting the cylinder in my mouth like a cock. Mm-hmm. Um like a penis or like a banana. Yeah. And but I'd like to kind of go sideways and do a little side cocking. Cuz it's yeah, that's fun. funny. It's unique. I for the longest time I I tilted my head to eat hot dogs just because like my sandwich brain. Yeah. But then yeah. One day it occurred to me I could just chop vertically Straight onto in. it and it makes so right. much more sense. Yeah, that was and it's I I didn't yeah, I didn't learn that until I was like 20, 26 years old. But uh, right, yeah, because well, you just My... want to kind of. There's something about there is something about the makeout angle mm-hmm. when when yes. delving to a sandwich, and I would call it a hot dog a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more intimate. <clears throat> there is a. I'm slurping into it. I'm attacking yeah. it. <laughs> it's sensual. Yeah, it's like a little sensual. Right. But yeah, I mean, I've seen like old guys in the 70s and stuff like that, like in films and stuff like that. And they're eating, they're eating 
a classic subway sand like a like a like a foot long you know whatever the fuck that's called like a, a baguette sandwich like a hoagie like a hoagie they're eating a hoagie mm-hmm. and they're going they're going they're eating it as if it were a square two slice sandwich oh i see mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying like they're eating it yes side. like they're eating it on the side like it's just like a long gated sandwich instead of a right a boat into the face mm-hmm. and i like that i like that that's fun i think that's yeah we ought to bring that back yeah there's something more classic about it there's like a classy like a, a naivete you know, you're not worried about ergonomics. You're just kind of like, this is mm-hmm. what a sandwich is. You go, you bite into the sandwich. You're not thinking about how do I put the sandwich into my body? Right. How do I most efficiently cram yes. this down my fucking throat <laughs> hole? <Gullet, dude>. <laughs> <laughs> sustain my, sustain myself. Yeah. yeah. I find that, um, I think I'm with you with the classic square sandwich. Uh, one thing that I like about a classic square sandwich is you can just eat it with one fucking hand. Whereas when you got uh, one of these long boys, you gotta you gotta have both hands on there. Otherwise, beep, the back end you back it into your in. mouth <laughs> like a moving truck into your mouth. Where's the crane? Where's the crane for this fucking right. thing? Well, if you if you go in with the, one of those long boys with one hand closer yeah. uh, to the part of the sandwich that you're gonna bite. The back end is just gonna droop down, yeah, and you're gonna lose some sandwich. It's gonna okay, fall out onto your cellophane. Cucumber slices, onion, mm-hmm. tomato. It's falling out. Sprouts, sprouts are falling out. Ooh, mm-hmm. sprouts! Put a sprout on my sandwich. I fucking fucking make out with you, Mister Potter. Did you finish your Dingledorf sandwich with buckle butts? Yes, it was. It was quite pungent and cheesy. You've passed the class, Mr. Potter. My God. His hair. <laughs> I notice every time I do the uh, uh, repugnant Harry Potter Ooh, teacher voice, the uh, the uh, internet connection goes sour. There must be something about the that Wi-Fi. voice. Yeah. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, 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 good. Um, hold on. Yeah, things are getting all cuckoo now. Um, things are all cuckoo now. Oh my god, me doing that voice made it fuck up. Yep. Okay, it's all fucked up. For uh, that voice. Yeah, you're right. It's telling me my internet connection is unstable. Fuck you. You're out of order. This whole courtroom's out of order. <laughs> what, uh, judgy wudgy? What's your order, Judgy Wudgy? I'll have one <laughs> hoagie sandwich, please. <laughs> Can you take my hoagie sandwich and put it in between two slices of bread, please? <laughs> <laughs> you just crumple your hoagie up into a wet ball and you put that between two uh, square yeah. pieces of bread into a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Oh, that sounds so good. Whoever's idea it was with the Big Mac to add a third layer of bread, I mean, that was just a stroke of genius, right? Fuck yeah, it was. Like with a club what sandwich. Do do extra tops? Oh, this sounds like a Seinfeld episode I'm creeping in, but what are they doing with all those extra tops? Because it's two bottoms and one top. That means there's whole other tops. They're giving them to Newman, of course. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that, though? You're right, you're right. There's got to be one factory solely dedicated to baking bake bottoms. You're baking. You're oh, baking shit. The thing and then slicing them. But they don't have a bottom. I don't know, man. I don't I don't think we're ever going to find out. And quite frankly, the internet's gone to shit. And we're like getting that, some frankly. interference. Frankly, that's uh, when you're talking about hot dogs. Right. Frank Furterly. Um, well, good. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we wrap this thing down? Lingen, Lingenberger cheese. Linden, Lingenberger? Lindenberries. Lindenberries, good. But what do you know that, that really stinky, pungent cheese that you have? With Limburger. Like Lindbergen. 
Yeah, that used to be the punchline in a lot of cartoons. Like, what's the stinkiest thing? Oh, Limburger cheese. Whoo, 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 smelly. I think that I would. It's so good, actually. We put the oh my god, some onion, tomato. You got some bread around. You got beers. You know, nice big, tall, cool beers. You with your boys, and you're just chomping on stinky cheese and tomatoes and onions, and just getting stinky as fuck. But all I wanted to say is, I would like some of that Ling Burger cheese on a sandwich. What what is it like? What is the texture? Is it softer cheese? Is it it's sharp softer, in flavor? It's extremely sharp. Um, it smells like the essence of like bad, you know, feet and things like that. Yeah. But once it's in your mouth, it gets very golden, very buttery. It's still very pungent mm. and oniony, yeah. but it's just so palatable. It's very fun and somehow addictive. You know, like when you know when you smell something kind of nasty coming off your body, but you can't stop yeah. smelling it. It's kind of oh, like that. Yeah. You just keep chomping into it. You keep taking a bite. And it's yeah. just, it's just very extremely robust and sharp, yet creamy. Um, it's almost like a brie, but it's like a really stinky brie. Stanky brie, yes. Uh, that's so good. Brie, I knew her. I growing up. <laughs> that's right. I think we both stinky knew her. Brie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think the whole village knew her. Yeah. Uh, in the biblical sense. In the, in the Shire sense. <laughs> that's right. That she was a hobbit. Um. Yeah, that sounds good. That's that's like when I first started eating sardines. I was like, I can't believe I'm eating these little stinkers. But then like they just yeah. start eating them and they kind of melt in your mouth and oh. like Yeah. Oily the, the, and, and Yeah, the vibrant. oily. Yes. Mm-hmm. It good. I love and rich. Them. They're I love rich. Fish, to be honest. Rich yes. and, and mm-hmm. oh the bones just melt in your mouth. It's so They're fun. so soft. Yeah, softy bones. Yep. Honestly, I'd have a sardine sandwich with you, a sardine hoagie with you sometime. And I'll I'll even throw in some Lindberger cheese on it, even though mixing cheese with uh fish is a no no. We should we that's true. It's illegal in Italy. Um Italia. Yeah, we should call some but somewhere and order a uh, sardine and Lindberger's hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually if I come down there and we do a special mm. where we're in the same room I think and we make, should, have, make we should it. try to make we'll make two sandwiches, right? We'll make a normal okay. American style sandwich mm-hmm. with sprouts and mayo, tomato, protein, cheese. True. And then we'll make a, a stinker boy. And I'm talking I'm like like yeah. a real Scooby Doo sandwich where we put like chocolate sauce <laughs> and sardines and right. Whole uh pearl onions and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun that sounds, as fuck. Yeah. I, I would down there now. I, I would eat the fuck out of that for sure. We'll make that happen. Let's talk uh, about your. Let's talk about what you. <laughs> let's talk about what you're gonna be doing for a job real quick because I I need to talk about my jobs. All right, all right. Well, all real right. Quick. We will five, wrap this up minutes, with some job minutes. talk. Yeah, uh, I'm still talk, uh, on, on. I'm still collecting unemployment. Uh, if I don't get a call back from these fuckers by the end of the month, I'm out of there, man. I don't know what else to tell them. Uh. They want you to I, sit I, around I, for a month? Yes. Sit on is my fucking ass. Is this a part of the ass. culture, though? Is this like if you talk to... Um... Uh, I mean, they've said it's happened before, but who who knows? Who knows where we're at? I, I, I really... I don't know. It's, they're unprecedented times. Completely unprecedented. What about your job okay. situation? What's going on with you? I'm a cook at a Coney Island that's attached to a bowling alley in a small lake town. And mm-hmm. I'm also an expediter at a fine European restaurant. And I got to get a real job, man. I don't know if I'm going to start doing like an um, internship at a lighting, a place that does lighting for like, you know, big events. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm going to be a salesman again and sell hot tubs like I was doing. I mean, I'm in, I'm really in between here and it is, I'm betwixt yeah. and betwoggled betwixt betwixt really my my thing is that i've recently um i'm seeing someone that i love very much and she is uh you know she i used to date her back in high school Mm -hmm. and we've kind of gone our separate ways for about 10 years came back into each other's lives recently and um that's giving me a lot of um it's calming me. It's re- relaxing me because she's so independent and 
um i'm so independent it's it's nice because you know coming from a relationship that was a lot of codependency and things like that uh it's a lot of stress and i you know but but you know someone who can really who's here for it you know what i mean sure um who's really standing that's just that's nice and someone who has makes their own money who isn't stressed out about money is like you know i don't have to carry anyone and i don't have to, you know it's like uh, it's it's that's nice so that's helping me i don't feel as stressed out like i need to become big ceo guy you know sure. as much anymore even though i got pressure yeah. from my family like that and i got pressure for, even from myself like that but yeah um having just well, a you're... stable i mean i know it's how you feel with your wife you know you it's like a stable mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen. I'm coming home to her and she's got a lot of stuff on lock and I'm going to come home and lock some stuff up and we're going to lock it up together. Sure. That's right. Yeah. And you're still a younger fella. I mean, you got time. I got, I need to get my shit sorted out, mate. I mean, what are you in the 32 now? No older. Okay. Ninety-nine. <laughs> in Hobbit years, I'm ninety-nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm thirty-five or something, man. And like, come on, get it together. Yeah. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna end up back in the food industry? No, they don't pay you good enough. They don't. You know? I, was, I was I was doing the math. It's like I'm like doing the math with um local rent around here for like a nice mm-hmm. place, and it's like. To do the classic 30%, 33% of your income is, um, you know, goes to rent. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so I need to make, I need to make 21 50 an hour for that to make sense. And I need to work 40 hours a week. Sure. More, and I, and like, that's like after 20 an hour, you're moving into career, like anything over 20, you're going you got to be doing something for someone and do something, you know? So it's like, Oh dude, there's nothing. It doesn't make sense. The math just doesn't add up. It's not adding up. It does not add up. Uh, uh, the whole system is fucking broken, fundamentally broken. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how is anybody supposed to make a comfortable living? And, uh, you know, when you're not making enough money, you're not able to buy shit and contribute to society. So, uh, if you want the economy to work, give people more fucking money so they can spend it on other shit. God yeah. damn it. I mean, that's the what uh, I have an entire generation. Half of us or more are specialized, quote, mm-hmm. specialized. We went to, we, we bought the whole college trip thing. Right. And so it's like, okay, so now we're all specialized, but then it's like, we're just, then half, half or more of them, of us, the college graduates, or even specialized like you who specialized in cooking and culinary, you know? uh half of us aren't or more than half of us we're not getting paid like we're specialized so you just made us all get specialized and then you're like well but that's not really yeah and it's like exactly where are all these jobs there should be like a thousand trillion there should be so many good jobs there's only like a million sales jobs which at the end of the day yeah isn't that many (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're right you're right i don't know it's all it's it's i don't know man but we're having a good time. We're laughing. We're talking about cheeses and sandwiches and elves wizards. and power and wizards. Yeah. It's very fun. It'd be nice to be a dirty little fucking hobbit hanging out in a larder all day eating cheese and shit. Yeah, getting fucked but, by uh, wizards. and Yeah. Yep. But what can you do? All right. Well, I think that's a good down down note to <laughs> end the podcast <laughs> Down on no, it's good. Down on edition. Yes, and uh, for for the next episode, we will be recording in Darfur. Uh, <laughs> Darfur. How the NPR people, <laughs> NPR people pronounce everything all weird. Hello, I'm Lakshmi Shang. I'm and I'm in uh, Kitter. I'm in Kitter. I'm with, in uh, <laughs> we don't want to make anyone upset, so we're gonna over. Over enunciate, right, right. But right. I like the all old right. American way where it's just like we all disrespected everyone's last names and we Americanized the fuck out of everything. Mm-hmm. It was like, an, like yep. you know, now we got to say people's last names as if it were German, say Weber, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like, no, now it's if Weber. you don't get it just right, you're ostracized. It's like, dude, I like when it was just Raquel Welch, not like, right, 
Roquel Velka or something, you know? Yeah. And you could say uh, Enchilada and Birdo and yeah, you know, give me Takato and a Taco. 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 I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my grandpa used to talk like that. Taco. Fuck. He choked Fuck. on a he choked on a taco and died. <laughs> died a horrible <laughs> death. <laughs> he choked on the dog end. meat. Yeah. It was dog taco. Um <laughs> Ooh, dog taco. That's a good word. I would eat it. I would eat dog it. Taco. Um I mean if you braise that thing for long enough, especially if you have a braise, pressure cooker. You take, yeah. take that you take that that ba- the back strap on that walker and braise oh, that. Oh yeah. hmm Oh yeah. <laughs> Give me good, a greyhound and fucking cut that shit off. I would like to smoke a greyhound. Oh, greyhound's a lean, a lean cut. Yeah, <laughs> it's a so lean dog. You smoke, you smoke that thing yeah. for eighteen hours. Mm. Oh, it'll fall apart for sure. Oh, it'll fall that. to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about people's animals, pets. <laughs> Look a parakeet. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, parakeet, good eating. Uh, don't ask me a, how I know that. Right. Cook a fucking lion. See, I would be okay with big game hunting as long as you saw pictures of them eating the lion. Right. That would be fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Or the elephant. I, seen, or... I, I saw like this videos on Instagram. Real quick, we'll wrap it up on something gruesome. But it was like a, you know, someone put cameras, you know, ability to record through their their, uh, their little fucking scope. Mm-hmm. And I just like watched an entire montage. We're bringing it back full circle. How montages? Hey, yo. and it was just like headshot, headshot of like a like a giraffe or like a beautiful little oopy doopy and like a dog. Like it was just like it was Jesus. like one of those like it was like clickbait of like off like evil. It was like evil bait. Yeah. Basically, it's like hey, follow this if you like to watch animals get like totally maimed from like a thousand yards away. Oh my god! In the most cowardly way ever, like they're just like totally leaving. Like they're so far away, you could tell the scope is like so scoped in. It's like, dude, they don't even know you're there. They're like having a day, and you just like rain hell, like oh, God's right. hammer smashing down on them. And it's like, really like look what a badass I am. Yeah, it's basically yeah. just like a lightning bolt. You're just like watching a lightning bolt strike a thing down, and it's just like this right. is. It's weird that you find power in these images well that's why they like it is because it makes you feel like god you are striking them down you're smiting them yeah they're perfect Um, yes absolutely the most perverse if you're gonna kill those animals fight them with your bare hands at least 20 Um, yards away like sneak up on them and like use a freaking yes no use a a drone strike basically (laughs) right drone strike this thing down it's like okay who cares then Hmm. That's like throwing TNT into Pappy's pond and catching right. some sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these well, sea bass doing fun. in the pond? <laughs> On bass. It's been fun in the pond cast. Ooh, the pond cast. Oh, pond cast. Oh, oh we found a name. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on Pondcast. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, bye. Drop on by. Drop, drop on by. That's that could be the that could be the tagline. <laughs> Bobber down. Bobber down, or come on down to the pond, or we'll be at the pond. <laughs> come for a swim. I don't know. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>